superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Targeting. It's coming for your team. This is the Rich Eisen Show. After review, personal foul targeting. It's going to happen to your team. Personal foul targeting. Receiving team. I don't like officiating. That's what's the word for it. Stinks. Earlier on the show, host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Steelers receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster. Host of the Right Time Podcast, Bomani Jones. Coming up, actor Stephen Amell. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air on this uh, Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate. Smart enough to have us on Sirius XM Channel 211, NBC Sports Audio. We follow the Dan Patrick Show there every day and also here on Peacock. If you want to see us on PeacockTV.com, just go there and pick us up. And download the app, and you could stream us every single day for free on the Peacock app. We're also streaming on Odyssey. Our podcast is available every single day. The Cumulus Podcast Network has our podcast all three hours. Also, uh, tomorrow, a couple things to let you know about. On tomorrow's show, I will preview a clip from the first uh, podcast of my uh, reemergence and rebooting of the Just Getting Started podcast that I started uh, back in the spring. Allow me to reintroduce about, myself. Yeah, well, I guess I should say it's back from hiatus. Season two. Oh, to put it. Season, season two. two. Yeah. It's season two. Season Took two. a break. Okay. Well, I don't, whatever. By the way, it's just 10, uh, 10 podcasts, 10 guests, a a special series of podcasts, origin stories, straight up. How did they get started? How did they get started in their careers? Uh, of Voices in the NFL. Al Michaels is the first one up. How long per episode, Rich? Um, about an hour. Okay. Each one. Love it. And then there's Joe Buck and Jim Nance and Aaron Andrews and also Kevin Harlan on Westwood One. Um, all he calls the uh, Monday Night Action, the Super Bowl on Westwood One. Michael Strahan's going to do it. Oh, nice. We've got invitations out to a whole bunch more. Um, and it drops tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. Al Michaels is the first one up, and that's great. Also on tomorrow's show for a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we will name our first Gorilla Glue toughest player <laughs> on planet Earth. Let's go. Um, yeah. We're going we're gonna to name him tomorrow. He has accepted. We okay. have reached out. We have contacted this player <laughs> and let this player know that he's the first ever Gorilla Glue toughest player on planet Earth. Got to have your head in a swivel out there in college football because you might not think your name, image, and likeness is going to earn you a, uh, a Gorilla Glue deal. Worth a thousand dollar check and uh, and free uh, product. Oh yeah! But you got to look out for us on the Rich Eisen Show and our partner in Gorilla Glue. That's coming up tomorrow. That'll be a lot of fun. Shacks on tomorrow's show as well. So is Ian Rappaport to get you ready for the season, the NFL season. Um, look, I 
I don't want to come across as a stick in the mud about college football because I know I've already come on and complained about how long the games are, and they're too damn long. I mean, it's ridiculous. They're very long. Okay, and 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 I understand that we're we love it and we're jumping around and we're you know we're seeing the crowds and it really is great and people talk about how epic this game is. It's because it's gone on fifteen hours long and stuff like that. But you know, I don't I don't want to come across as a stick in the mud. But can we just um, flash forward, smash cut? to the first week in December debate as to whether the team that loses the SEC championship game, should either Georgia or Alabama, should get, get into the playoffs. <laughs> right. That's coming. Okay. It's just like one big Mad Lib. Yeah, that's coming. It's one big Mad Lib every year now. Because there's really only five, six, seven teams, you know, Ohio State, the Ohio State, pardon me, the Ohio State, you know, Clemson's already got a loss, but – you know, I don't know their schedule off the top of my head. I don't know who's coming. Could somebody else surprise? Somebody else from the SEC? Can Florida surprise? Can Auburn surprise? I know Ole Miss just had a great game without their coach, who I hope is getting better. It appears to be a breakthrough infection for Lane Kiffin, right? Clemson's schedule stinks, so they'll be in there. Okay, yeah. so, you know, Clemson will have one loss, and the Ohio State will either be undefeated in one loss, and Notre Dame will say, hey, we're still here, and... And then, you know, it'll just be the – that's why I keep saying expand it to eight. And you could say then yeah. then what's the big deal? We'll know that Georgia and Alabama are both in. Well, that's great. Then they both should deserve to be in. And that's fine. That, that six, seven, eight spot will be the excitement. Right. Oklahoma is probably going to uh, be You there know what I mean? End. Like, it, yeah. it's just like let's, – let's just smash cut to it. Because we know it's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. It's coming. Just like targeting's coming for your team, I told you. The officials in college football have no idea what targeting is from game to game or from play to play or from week to week or from league to league. Didn't I tell you it was coming for you? And I told you the Big Ten refs yep. are the ones that, like, how does, I, I think Bill Carollo is still the head of officials. <laughs> no, he is. Look, look it up. You remember him from the NFL? Oh, yeah. I think he still runs Big Ten officiating. And it's just like, how... How can we can't figure it out? I told you they're coming for your team after it happened uh, in the Ohio State-Minnesota game where it should have been targeting, wasn't called on the field. After further review, they just called it a fumble because the kid got lit up side of his helmet. And, you know, that's just the reason why the ball, football that was in his arms was resting now on the back of his legs. He got lit up. Yeah, yeah, he's still the head yeah, of Big Ten. Bill no, should know. I mean, yeah. he's been in the... He, he was an NFL official for 20 years. Ellis Brooks hit Graham Mertz. Penn State defender hit the quarterback of Wisconsin. Did their helmets touch? Yeah. Did he launch? Sure didn't look like it. Was it a dangerous play? Does he, should he lift his head up and see what he hits? Sure. Worthy of ejection and targeting? It's coming for you. I'm telling you it's coming for your team. And I'm right. It took me, what, three days to prove I was correct for Penn State. Yeah. And they still pulled it off. Yep. They still pulled it off. So there's that. And again, I don't want to be that guy, even though I am being that guy right now. I know it. By the way, Rich, every time you watch a Penn State game, are you thinking of Keegan-Michael Key every time you see James Franklin? Like every time I see Is him. Is that right? <laughs> I just that think no. Uh, Keegan Michael Key brings me joy. 
Well, Penn James St- Franklin is just. Oh, I, I forgot who I was I'm talking so, to. You know what I mean? I'm like it's just. Yeah, um, yeah. No. <laughs> Penn State brings me joy, so that's why I think. I uh, I, I, again, I I know. Were you hoping that he was fired in the middle of that game, though? No, never. Okay. No. <laughs> so is it, so you were one and one this weekend, right? Penn State and Florida State, right? I was. Okay. Pitt didn't play. So. Oh my God! I can't keep because Pitt didn't play. <laughs> so ridiculous. There's 160 D1 teams, guys. Hey, I like hey, football. Hey, I'll tell you well, who's one and zero. You're Syracuse Orange. Let's go, man. Want to know, man? John in Chicago will take your call here. Uh, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, John? Oh, hi, Rich. How are you? Thanks for calling. What's on your mind, John? Johnny. Well, just real quick, I got It's relevant. I'm a huge Tom Brady fan, so, but that, and I'm also a huge fan of your show. Thank you, sir. Even though I am a Michigan State Spartan. All good. Some Mooches too, and Izzo is too. I love Michigan State Spartans. We can get along. Okay. It's just one week we can't. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, I had to mention this thing about uh, being a Brady fan because um, in the lead-up to the Super Bowl during the playoff run, I was just amusing myself. I have kind of a part-time job, and I was amusing myself by going on Twitter and defending Tom Brady against all of this, some of it rational, some of it totally irrational, and I would answer all of them. Uh, I actually got a heart from Giselle, for one. But in any event, um, t- going through all of these tweets, um, I'm going to stop and, and, and jump ahead for a second. This is about Aaron Rodgers and the and that last play that Aaron had. Yes. Okay. Uh, now, I'm going through all these tweets, and I'm just picking up here and there uh, people saying, yeah, but Aaron... Aaron's known to choke. Aaron's known to choke under pressure. Just two or three people. And uh, I said, yeah, I never heard that before. And another person said, oh, great, you know, great uh, regular season quarterback, but uh, can't trust him in the playoffs with the big, uh, with the big moment. Well, yeah, I, okay. I, I don't understand. So, so just, just bring it all full circle. What, 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 what did you say? Like, what's the point? Oh, okay. There's the point. Do you think that when he uh, was when he was not allowed yes. to take the ball at that fourth and eight? Yes. That that if if that were me, that would have devastated me. Of course, and 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 thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Of course, of course, of course. That's again the the, the relationship that needed to be repaired again. And that's the part of the Aaron Rodgers season that we can't I can't wait to see is what happens when that adversity hits. He'll handle it. Anybody who says Aaron Rodgers is a choker is out of their minds. Out of their minds. Has he won the big game to get into the Super Bowl? One time he did. Other times not. And we could go back and forth about some of those games. The one in Seattle. All you gotta do is have the proper hands team on there for an onside kick, and that thing is a wrap. We can go on and on and on and on. He does have his fingerprints on some of those losses. Of course he does. Even last year's. Even last year's. When the Bucks were being stopped in the second half, offensively they could not put points on the board until the very end, and then they wound up too many yards and points shy. And part of the yards being shy is placed on the coach for taking him off the field on fourth and forever on fourth down, and that's now forever. That's what I mean by fourth and forever. So I can't wait. Can't wait what happens. Will Rodgers have more of a leash? I hope so. Won't that be fun? (laughs) 
the 2021 story of Rogers being on, on a longer, if you will, leash as if he needs to be on one at all. Right. That is going to be incredible. Unleashed Rogers. To see it all Better happen. Better man. But that's part of the season-long arc. No question about that. We have the ninth overall selection in tonight's fantasy draft, Chris. What are we going to do? We're going to go running back first. Okay. And we're going to go... It's a PPR league, so you know McCaffrey's going to be gone. Half point. McCaffrey will go first. McCaffrey will be gone. Cook's gone. Cook will be gone. Cook will be gone. Henry Henry will be gone. gone. Henry will be gone. gone. That should be your top four. Saquon will probably be gone. Saquon will be in that top... That's five. In that five So there's now... We're now four more to go. Somebody's going to take a receiver. Someone will take another another running back. Kelsey could go first round. Kelsey might go first round. Because it's a PPR league. I'm telling you, if it's a choice between Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, and Najee Harris, and Najee Harris, that seems about what you'll, you're probably going to end up with. Let's just go Najee. Let's yeah. just go with the rookie. I love the rookie, and you know I think I mean? he's going to be we great. Just but go with it. I, you, we can't leave Chubb on the board if he's sitting there. The problem I have with Nick Chubb, and I love him, he's a, he's going to miss three to four weeks at some point. Well, yes, and, and or he's going to lose out on some third down catches to Kareem Hunt. Yeah, that's your problem there. Kareem Hunt is way too good to not Kareem see Hunt that football. Kareem Hunt is going to is going to take. Yeah, some, but then the guy comes up with his 120, 130 yard games anyway. I know, but Rich, we're missing out on those like four extra points. So you want to take Jonathan Taylor? Over I either want to either want to take Taylor or I want to take Najee Harris. Um, here's what I'm nervous about, Taylor. Don't be nervous about Taylor. Rich. Here's what I'm nervous about Taylor. Well, you know me with Jonathan Taylor. We're, I have man could, love. Yeah. I have man love. Uh, I don't. I told him to his face over the phone. That sounds like a Del Tufo thing to say. <laughs> but um, I'm alone on the couch with all. My uh, what What happens when Wentz is either hurt or pops because he's a close contact? Agreed. Well, you then because the guy's Phillip. not vaccinated. I'm serious. Agreed, and then agreed. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Jacob Eason's in a game, and then Jonathan Taylor gets nothing because there's a. 19 men in the box. Well, that's when Wentz is Because Wentz is unreliable. Wentz is, uh, Wentz is the unreliable part of that offense in many different ways. Every Philadelphia Eagle fan will tell you. That's what concerns me about him. I'll be honest. All right, so I'm looking at a top 200 list. Ninth is Jonathan Taylor. Eighth is Kelsey. Tenth is Devontae Adams. Ten teams in this league? Yeah. You can't go wrong with... The great thing is you're going to get two of those four when you come back around, so... You're in a good spot. Ninth is a good spot. Tyreek Eleven. I've never heard that. Chubb, you, could, you could end up with Aaron Jones, Harris, and Tyreek. I you will could end say up this with- though. I will say this: that part of my philosophy is let's get guys that are fun to root for. Yeah, that's all right. of them are fun to root in for in this league. Yeah, it's but Najee to- Harris is going to have a big season. I mean, what if Ben is back? I I did my fantasy is football the, draft. Hold on a second, here's here's, a, here's the question: Where's the Miz drafting? Because you know uh, he's taking Chubb. He would even uh, take Chubb first overall. Yeah, that's, he's such, he's that's so insane. a very good that's point, Rich. It's a very good where point. Where is the Miz drafting in the order? Uh, let me check. Words I've also never said. Where is Buble drafting? <laughs> Buble. But where is if, the Miz, if the Miz is behind us and Chubb's on the board. He's gone. No, but if he's behind us, let's say Miz is 10th and Chubb's on the board at 9th, we take, the, we take Chubb just for that fact alone, out <laughs> of spite, it's high on my yeah. damn agenda. out of spite, and then we trade him, and then we trade him, yeah. we trade him. Yeah. How much you want? What do you want for your guy? <laughs> do you have the list there? You I don't know, know where. To, I don't know where to find it. I don't know where to find it. You know, I, I did my fantasy draft last night, and I've got this schism where I cannot have an eagle 
a Washington football team member or a Come giant player. Come on, that's stupid. Rich, you just got done saying you want players you can root for, right? I can't for two games a season against the Cowboys root for Antonio Gibson to like score on us. Miz is before us, so Chubb will be off the board. Chubb is so going. Chubb's He's gone. fifth. Okay, you know who's okay. behind us is Duff McKagan. So do we take do we take DK, DK Metcalf? DK just to oh, screw with Duff. Are, that's jerks. Jerks. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, this is the way no. you should operate. Do you operate out of spite or or love? What do you I, operate out of in, in, we can't, in fantasy? DK gets too high for DK anyway. So yeah. you, I mean, that's, look, Dude, he's taking DK on the on the on the comeback on the comeback. He's probably, in the 10, 11. probably, and that's fine. But DK is in the is like twenty one on this top two hundred list. So that's so we'll have a, we just will never have a shot at him. At we nine. won't have a shot at him. Okay, Najee Harris or Jonathan Taylor? Who do you I take? Think that's Who the, are we taking? I think that's the flip. It's, it's, you know, what do you believe in? Or do you Guys, just you, turn saying, down Devontae Adams? You can mess around and end up with both of them, it's, especially if Duff is I behind think, you. I think if we end up with Taylor and Devontae Adams, we're feeling really good. Okay. And guys, by the way, I, I just want to correct myself. I said Pitt didn't play. I forgot Pitt blew out UMass. You're such a fan. So, UMass. You're such a, you're such well, it a was fan. An, it was an early game, Rich. You know what? I it, forgot about no, it. No, but when you've got three teams that you root for on college football, it's tough. Like, I, I know what Michigan did. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. How did Syracuse, Syracuse do? Beat Ohio. And we know. And Notre Dame. Well, all, Notre Dame hey, did. Hey, we're all winners. How about, what how, What do you think Wisconsin? Jack Cohn can't get a first down half the time, and all of a sudden, he's winging it around. Honestly. Winging it around. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's going to be a first-round pick after all this. <laughs> Let's take a break. The uh, actor Stephen Amell, when we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show, he's a Rams fan. He's the actor on the new wrestling-based show, Heels on Stars. We'll have a fun chat with him and your phone calls still to come. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
We have kind of, you know, messed up the place as best we can because the man to my right, Michael Rappaport, good to see you again, sir. Glad to be here. I mean, I, I'm sort of here against my will. Well, you're just here so you won't get fined. Well, no, no, because actually, I'm here against can't. my will because I did lose a bet. All's fair and fun and fantasy. And you said you would clean the studio, and I'm, now it's time to do that. This is your janitor suit. Okay. To wear for the next hour. Ain't the first time I wore one. With the Rich Eisen Show logo on it. You got all sorts of different Ointments. spray bottles. Yes. There's uh, Ajax. Bags. Traditional Ajax. Sweeping. Yeah. No problem. Oh my God. You're just oh, dropping wow. candy on the floor to sweep up. Okay. Stale. Uh, Is that to eat? Yeah. Because uh, there's yeah. a five second roll. Yeah, uh, it's kind of gross. Just up there. We, we haven't even showed it. The top of right. the shelf, Michael. Okay. No problem. I don't think that's probably been dusted since we started no here in October man. of 2014. No problem. <laughs> Look, you can't even you can't even put the broom in the car. S- sir, sir, please let me do my job. <laughs> sir, please let me do my job. Okay. Uh, anybody? Oh, he's now spitting on stuff. Well, just spit polishing. This is great. Did we not even Swiffer him? We yeah, can I, can I, can I, listen, there's paper I, towels. There's lots of cleaning materials. You, you, you want to do it or do you want to let a professional do it? <laughs> this is pathetic. This is, <laughs> this is, this is humiliating. Michael Rappaport yeah, yeah. spraying things willy-nilly. And whatever you sprayed over there, Rappaport, has wafted over here and it's coating my throat. Oh, oh. What the hell is that that well, you sprayed? We did, some, we did some country day, but we have some neutral cleaning, concentrated floor cleaner. We're going to get to you over there, my friend. It Question. stinks in here. I f- honestly feel like I am trapped <laughs> in a New York City cab <laughs> right now with whatever was hanging from the <laughs> from the rearview mirror. We're on TV right now. Right now, yeah. This is what live TV has come to, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, is this, man? You are the worst. I need industrial ever. strength clean. This place is down. I mean, this is like, come on, man. Oh, there you go. Hey! It's working, Joe. People that do manual labor, they should be treated with the respect because this this little half-ass spit shine cleaning I did wore me out. Do me a favor before you leave. Clean up the mess, you stupid. <laughs> oh, no problem. This is still a mess on the floor. No, no problem. All right. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of our archives from sports to celebrities right here on the program. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Still to come here on this program, we've got... Uh, the uh, actor Stephen Amell coming on from uh, the show Heels, and uh, is Chris on the phone with him right now? Or yes, okay, very good. Um, yes, okay. We're we're efforting the phone call right now. Is that yeah. what's happening? All right. And uh, on top of it, uh, my Super Bowl pick. Yes, for Super Bowl Fifty Six. So that's coming up right here. This will be terrific. Yeah, Rich. Last time Stephen was in studio with his cousin Robbie, yes, it was about a year and a half ago. They, he well, Robbie's him, the one that got totally hosed from that uh, <laughs> from the football from the from movie, the, right? His, yeah. his throwing motion. Yeah. So he told me he broke down hills to me before he went to go film it. So I was really looking forward to watching this show. Okay. Let's go to uh, Kyle in Harrisburg, PA. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Kyle? You there, Kyle? Hey, Rich, how you doing? How are you, brother? What's going on, man? Good. 
Hey, long-time listener. I love the show. I listen every day. Thank you. Uh, I'm happy you brought up the targeting calls and the ejection. Uh, please. The question I have with the term definition of targeting is uh, it's a fast game with big, physical, speedy athletes. They can run, cut, move, and juke in a split second. Uh, the defender is running full speed trying to make a play, and the quarterback is trying to run for a first down. He has the option to slide or step out of bounds. Uh, how can Ellis uh, get hit with targeting when the QB lowers his helmet and shoulder to brace for a hit? It's because it's a, here's the problem, and this problem with, with, with the officiating of it, is that it's interpretive as well as also codified. Okay, so there is some interpretation that's required here. It's not just like, okay, helmets connect and automatically you should be ejected for it. It's called targeting for a reason. Do you see that this guy with the ball, and I am going to target him by blowing him up? You know, um, that's targeting. That's targeting. I'm going to leap. I'm going to leave my feet. I'm not going to see what I hit, and I'm going to make a dangerous play. Or are helmets going to collide because these things kind of happen and the kid uh, didn't launch, but he's trying to make the tackle and does it merit sitting him for the rest of this game and the first half of the next game? And that's a responsibility of the official to have to understand what, what he is doing as opposed to being a robot or seeing it and putting the flag down. It's just way too interpretive between what targeting is from what the Big Ten sees it and as the Pac-12 sees it and so on and so forth. It's maddening. It really is. That's the issue. I, I get I get what you're saying. Like I said, my, my biggest problem is when, like I think of a defensive, uh, defenseless player, like somebody who, again, like Tom Brady was talking about, who, you know, the quarterback throws him into a bad position to get hit by a defender that's like basically targeting, like he's sizing him up. He, right. he's, he's reading the route. He sees him. I see that as a defensive player, and that's targeting. When a quarterback who's running, you know, has already been running for eight, ten yards, he knows what he's doing. He's running. He knows he can get hit at any time. And then he changes his body position based off the defender running full speed. Like, at some point, I mean, the offensive player, when they change, that, that to me, like, you know what you're doing going into the play. Thanks for the you call. You lower your body and, and you, you brace for that. You know what, what you're getting ready for. Yes, exactly right, Kyle. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks for what you said about the show callback. Uh, this man's cousin feels he's been targeted by the Twitterverse, I think. Robbie's been on the show because his throwing motion looked terrible, and every now and then it pops up. And so he and uh, his cousin came on this show to address it. Now, Stephen Amell is back here on the Rich Eisen Show after he targeted me one day on the field at a Super Bowl about how good-looking I looked in person. That's how we <laughs> became connected. And now Stephen is one of the stars of the program Heels on Stars, which airs Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Stephen Amell back here on the show. How was that for an introduction, Stephen? It's really good, Rich. It's uh, it's the best I've ever had, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> reminds you, me of uh, yes. reminds me of the intro that Carson did for Bill Clinton when he was governor of Arkansas. It's really, really good. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that, Stephen. That's how I feel about you. Um, how you been? What's going on in your world? Uh, I've been great, Rich. I'm I'm down in uh, down in Austin on the lake with uh, with my family and okay. just. Uh, Building out a boathouse down here, doing promotion for Heels, talking with you, and getting incredibly fired up because we have wonderful season seats for the Rams at SoFi Stadium, uh, and we've been waiting. Uh, we had to wait an extra year, so we're going to be there this Sunday night. You are. I don't think you. Yeah, of course. We have season seats. We'll be there. And yes. All fired up, man. I'm 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 ready for the NFL season. I'm well, very ready. Stephen, uh, were you about to say you don't think I'm going to be there? Did I hear that? 
potentially words come out of your mouth? Well, I just what? assumed because it was an NBC. Well, I didn't know since it was an NBC game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you're going to be there, I'm, I'm excited. I, it's just that I, I don't totally want to introduce you to my wife because, again, I've seen how good-looking you are. That's right. <laughs> I know that. That happened. You tweeted about it. I, uh, I, I spotted you and your lovely wife right there on the field. You saw me, and I came over, and we chit-chatted, and now the rest is history. And you're still happily yeah. married, which is great. Uh, but I will, mm-hmm. be, I will be on the field on Sunday night. The guys here don't oh, even okay. know it. The guys here don't even All know right. it either here in the studio. I will be there. I will I can I cannot wait. Have you have you not been in that stadium yet, right? You haven't been in SoFi yet? I haven't. It's I incredible. I had the opportunity to go to one of the one of the preseason games, but I, I, I passed on it because I just figured that Sunday night football was the perfect introduction to the new stadium we go with our friends george and elisa and uh we we just wanted to all do it together so i haven't inquired about field passes or the field club which immediately ironically is the only place in the stadium that we don't have access to yes. with our tickets yes. but uh but i'm excited to see it I'll, it's if, incredible. I, if i uh, if i don't see you i'll tweet at you i love it i will look forward to that uh steven amell uh one of the stars of heels uh on stars here on the rich eisen show um, what do you think of Stafford joining the team and the Rams' opportunity here? Peter King of uh, of Football Morning and Football Night in America chose the Rams to win Super Bowl 56, back-to-back years of the home team winning in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. What do you think about that, Stephen Amell? I think, I think that uh, there's a setting on the jet ski that I have that's called speed mode. Now, the jet ski can go about 70 miles an hour, but you can set the speed mode for okay. about 40. Okay. And then it won't go faster than 40 miles an hour. And, and with respect, I feel like that's been McVeigh with golf for the past three years. <laughs> and I think that Stafford lets him go 70. I'm fired up. I think, I mean, I've watched him since he was at Georgia. Um, the guy's a stud. I'm very excited. I have not heard coach quarterback uh analogy in relation to jet skis before Stephen. that's a first for me but i think i i'm picking up what you're putting down that you Thank think you. that you think that mcveigh is now going to be uh dangerously fast with his mind yeah, and was, his offense yeah well i was listening to bill simmons talk about it too and there's there's a lot of kyle shanahan hype and there's a lot of this and there's a lot of that i think that there's I think that there's this moment right now where McVeigh wants to remind everyone who the young whiz kid is. And I can say this because I'm actually older than him, which, which gives me pause. But I, I, just, I, I think that he's going to unleash the entire arsenal. It, it, was, it was really unfortunate that, uh, that Cam Akers went down in the preseason because he started to come on so much at the end of last year. And right. was just, just such a monster in that first playoff game against Seattle. But... <clears throat> Um, I don't know. I, I hopefully Sony Michelle uh, fills in that hole a little bit, like C.J. Anderson did in their Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl run year. But I, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm bullish. Although all the people that are picking them to go to and win the Super Bowl, it gives you pause for a second. But um, look, I'm going to have tickets if they go. Uh, <laughs> so let's hope. Let's hope. Here's hoping. And if not, uh, you could check out Stephen Amell's. Uh, I guess. Um twitter page for the ability to get his tickets i mean you're gonna put your tickets up for sale otherwise or not so we're gonna get uh, well I, I guess i guess it'll i guess it'll kind of depend sorry my wife's telling me that someone's sitting beside you that i want to yell that i want to yell his name who's this tj hey tj how you doing <laughs> what up yo <laughs> hey, man tell the missus uh, i said hey uh, oh, okay now this is amazing because <laughs> tj knows everybody tj yes, he yeah. does. how do you know 
Steven's beloved. Oh, man, we've been friends since she moved to L.A. Like, I don't know, how many years ago, Cassandra? 20? Not even, not oh, 15 or so? Are you on like now, that? Sandra? How many years? 20. How many years? Uh, less than 20. How long have I known TJ? Probably like 15. 15 years or yeah, something like that? For sure. Long time. She's wow. my she's my biggest oh, fan, believe it or not. Okay, look at that. I had no <laughs> idea. TJ knows everybody. This is great. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's accurate. That's an accurate statement. Fantastic. <laughs> I've got the whole that's Amel family. I've got the whole Amel family on here. TJ, it's amazing yeah. how many people just shout you out. I love it. Yeah, I try to be a good person, uh, Rich. That's I what it's no idea. <laughs> um, well, you asked you asked me if I was gonna you asked me if I was gonna get rid of my get rid of my tickets. It's it's really gonna be a, it's really gonna be a game time decision. I mean, if the Rams aren't gonna be in there, you really hope that you really hope that I can just peddle those things like the Cowboys or the Packers or the just a team that travels and the fan base that spends money. Um, you know, it'll it'll be difficult. And look. One of the reasons I would sell it is because I'm I'm fully prepared to work as like a camera technician or something for the NFL Network that day <laughs> to get myself in the building. I will always help you. We're, we're moving into new studios right next door uh, tomorrow. Oh, as a matter good. of fact, fun, exciting. I know yeah. we are excited. So let's talk about heels here. Uh, mm-hmm. 9 p.m. Eastern on Stars, um, and uh, a, a, a neat story about a father who bequeaths uh, a legacy to two kids, and there's a fight over it and. I'll give you the floor on what uh, what you love about this show, Stephen. Well, wrestling. I I grew up I, I grew up in my my passion before football or baseball before the Rams or the Blue Jays or the Raptors. It, it was it was Macho Man Randy Savage and Kurt Henning and Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper. I grew up a huge wrestling fan, pro wrestling fan, and you know there's the WWE and there's AEW, but uh, what people don't see. Uh, you know, if you're a baseball fan, like, you know, the, the, the Buffalo Bisons are the Jays AAA team. And, um, you know, there are AAA ranks for pro wrestling, like the Duffy Wrestling League. So we set this in Duffy, Georgia. And it's just about a small town league and a small town community that doesn't have, so it's based in Georgia. And I have a line where I say, you know, we, you know, we, we don't have the Bulldogs. We don't have the Hawks. We don't have the Braves. Uh, you know, we don't have the Falcons. What we got is the Duffy Wrestling League. So everyone gets together every weekend, and they go out to the Duffy Dome, and it's a family drama that's set against the backdrop of pro wrestling. And um, you know, and 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 if you need a if you need a bigger hook, uh, we have quite possibly one of the scariest defensive linemen in NFL history, James Harrison. James Harrison. Uh, just, just making a wonderful turn as a character named Apocalypse, uh, <laughs> <laughs> aptly named on our show. And uh, yeah, that's it. Sunday night is on Stars. It's a bunch of different ways to watch it, but um, yeah, if, if you're interested, uh, you can find it. Well, of course, it's on Stars, and um, yeah. that was my next question: Is what's Harrison? What's James Harrison like on the set? Steven. You know what? He threw him, I'll tell you what. It, we can make all the jokes about you know <laughs> me being terrified of him because I am for a good reason. <laughs> uh, but he couldn't be couldn't be a sweeter guy. And he he threw himself into he threw himself into acting uh, and and worked at it the way that I'm sure that he had to work as as someone who wasn't even drafted and spent you know five six years toiling around NFL Europe before he finally got his chance with the Steelers. He. He, he does a really good job. He plays a, plays a character that um, is in recovery uh, from alcoholism. And so he's got his funny moments, and he's got his, he's got his, his moments where we use the physical gifts that, 
that, that James brings to the table. But at the same time, it's in the quieter moments, like when he opens episode six with, uh, with, a, with a speech leading an AA meeting, and he just he knocks it out of the park. Uh, he he's really 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 talented. Well, I mean, he, would have been easy. It, it, sorry, go ahead. No, he must be really talented, Stephen, yeah. because the showrunner of the program and the EP is Mike O'Malley, who could not be more of a diehard Patriot fan, and probably, despite Harrison joining the team later in his career, couldn't have more personal reasons for not wanting Harrison around. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, you know. I mean, so I mean, listen, there's a there's a character there's a character there's a character on the show uh, that uh, played by Trey Tucker, uh, who does it called Bobby Penn, who does a who does a wonderful job. But it was it was real real close to being Rob Gronkowski. So is that right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Mike uh, Mike told the, Mike told the story on the Bill Simmons podcast where. They, they went to his house. He read the parts. He, he was ready. And uh, I think at the time, he actually made the decision to go with the WWE before, uh, b- before, uh, before Tommy called him up and said, it's time to, it's, it's, it's time to, <laughs> it's it's time time to come to back. Put the trunks down and, yeah. and put the helmet on, Gronk. Yeah, I was about to say, just, just trying to figure out when you shot this and when, when casting would take place. It would probably have to be right around... Gronk saying, "I'm going to come back and play football," which obviously has yeah, worked out. Well, I yeah, originally, uh, so I was cast in August of 2019, and then they started to fill it out. We were supposed to go to camera in April of 2020, oh, that's that. and then obviously that <clears throat> that got delayed. But th- that was that was right around the time, and then I think sort of it was like April May of 2020. It was during the during the beginning months of the pandemic that that Gronk decided to come back. Well, uh, Stephen, congrats on the show. Um, Thank you. I'll, I'll look for you at SoFi on Sunday night. Okay. Let's stay in touch. I'll see you. I'll see you at the games, man. I'll see you at the games. Hey, Rich. I really, I really appreciate it. Thanks for, uh, thanks for letting me uh, come on and promote the show. Of course, anytime, Stephen. Right. You know, okay. we we go way back, and glad to see that you and your wife are still happily married, despite despite me being thrown into the mix uh, <laughs> on the field at the Super Bowl a few years ago. Stephen, I'm glad. Okay. Well, I'll see. You, I'll see. You, I'll see you on Sunday. Yep. I'm looking decent these days, so we'll, we'll see. No, I saw that. I still can't. I still, I still have no – the competition's over. I mean, it's, I'm, getting, I'm getting curb stomped on that, but it's okay. I was just, oh, I'm on. just going to bring my own, my own um, level of panache to the, to the mix on Sunday night. I'll be on the field. You'll see me. I'll wave. Well, thank you. Take care, brother. Right. Take care. That's Stephen Amell. Check out him and the rest of the cast, including James Harrison of Heels on Showtime on Sundays at 9 Eastern Time. Heels. TJ knows everybody. Right? Everybody knows TJ. That's the way it goes. It's his town. Okay. We thought Raymond knew everybody. <laughs> TJ definitely does. Here's the deal. Nice. I've got my Super Bowl selection. And Tom Brady's there. also spoken today in advance of Thursday Night Football. Tom Brady talked today on a bunch of different All things. right. I cannot wait to hear Uh-oh. what Tom Brady has to say give you my Super Bowl 56 prediction in advance of tonight's NFL game day morning season preview show that closes down the Culver City NFL Network facility that's been up and running for 18 seasons. Wow. And I got to figure out what I'd have to say to say goodbye. I'll ask you guys how to all right. workshop all that. So much to get to. Let's take a break and back with that in a moment. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. 
Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It was October of 2003 that I first stepped foot inside the NFL Network stage. The single studio, the singular studio that the NFL Network had for NFL Total Access, the only studio NFL Network had at its disposal in Los Angeles to launch the channel and network that still stands today. And tonight, we'll close up shop in that stage and the entire campus that it had consumed, like manifest destiny. We had just one stage and a couple of control rooms, and we just took over all the other stages and all the other spaces and all the other offices and all the other parking spots. Honestly, there were... How many businesses were there when we first launched oh, at, at NFL three Network? Or four, maybe five. Five. There were we t- there were two other TV shows section. being done there. Yeah, yeah. The, the movie. We, there was a huge rumor at the time, um, in like month one, month two, that the other stage where Game Day Morning has now been yes. operating from for over a decade, they were doing reshoots of the movie Ray, and yeah. there was a rumor rampant that Jamie Foxx was on the set. Oh, wow. And wanted to come over and see what NFL Network is all about because he's such a diehard Cowboy fan. That now is all the stages, and it's now all shutting down to move to the new spot starting this week, just next door to the Rams' new stadium and Chargers' new stadium. It's so fun. So this was the first moment in the history of NFL Network on that one stage that we had. Hey there, and welcome to the NFL in Los Angeles. All right, actually, what we really mean is this 24-7, 365 network dedicated entirely to the National Football League. Your dreams have indeed come true. This is the NFL Network. I am Rich Eisen, host of NFL Total Access, and this is our playground, the gathering place for the NFL fan and players past and present. We've got quite a bit in our launch rundown, so let's get right into it. Whew. I remember that. You still got that suit? That was my question. <laughs> that was the question. Well, yes. You going to wear it tonight? Yes. Oh, are you? Are you wearing it? Oh, boy. That's dope. Oh, nice, Rich. I am. And that's all I've got planned for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right now. To be very honest with y'all. No, for because real? tonight is the final broadcast there. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our radio network. We just showed the first night I stepped foot on the NFL Network stage 
and tonight and one of the smaller rooms. I think that stage is already shut down. I'm going to be doing tonight's NFL game day morning season preview show tonight from the campus at Culver City in the one stage that we have left. Wow. Is it the and the other guys, room one? The, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'll let you wonder, know. Yeah. And, and, and the other guys are in their home cameras, and that's the way we're going to shut down the facility at NFL Network that we have been at since the summer of 03, and we went on the air on November 4th of 03. And tonight, the plan is to show that clip we just showed our Peacock audience and then have me come out and say, that's it. That's how we're going to end the show tonight. And I don't know what to, to say. Like, should I ask them to, like, if I clap, the lights will go off, and that's the way that era of NFL Network ends? Or that's too, like, cheeky? Because this is a big moment for a lot of people who put a lot of work and yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, moments yeah. in that building. Like a lot of time there. That started with one stage and then grew to an entire lot and has now been contracted down to just this one space because we've moved everything to the new space for which there's a ribbon cutting Wednesday. That's where I'm going. As soon as this show's over Wednesday, I'm running up there to be part of the ribbon cutting oh, for the cool. new facility tomorrow. And then we're rehearsing oh, wow. there. And then Thursday's kickoff show is the first from the new spot. So I'm going to have to say something, I guess, right? I can't do something. Or do I, you know, like, and again, know. it's not I like mean, it's going to be a whole bunch of people on the floor. So I can't have like, that moment on the old, I know I'm dating myself, the old Carol Burnett show where she, you know, played the character of, you know, cleaning right, right, up right, and right, then right. turn the lights off and turn the stage. But that's kind of this type that's of moment. Like, like Cheers the same way ended with the light. Right. Sam shutting the lights Sam off. Sam shut the lights off. And then that was it. I don't know. Maybe it's just that simple. It's got to be something. I, I don't know about the clapper. You know, I'm, I'm in the, that corny stuff, but I think a lot of people See, might not even remember. I have clapper. an idea that would be cool. What is it? And I, I don't. Is the Abel Lombardi Trophy there? Okay, uh, uh, we might be able to scrounge one up. It's the <laughs> if, NFL Network. If they had one. Yes. You take that. You put it on a pedestal. And then the God shot with a light shining on it, and that's and it. And that goes out. You fade to black. Or you pick it up and walk off with it. Short of it, can I have one of your Emmys? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool. Any of one of the many I people mean, who put their blood, yeah, sweat, and tears I mean, into this place. You so, did too, Brockman. So yeah. much time. Well, you there. put you put you put tears and maybe a little wow. bit of blood. You never put any sweat in I there. Mean, that's harsh. <laughs> Rich, the sweat was spent working on this show <laughs> that got us to this studio. <laughs> it's cold, man. <laughs> I mean, that's eighteen <laughs> years cold. ago. Wow, that's cold, man. It's cold. nuts. I'm no, actually kinda, emotional because neat. that was it a is, lot of my yeah, life. Yeah, it's awesome. And the neat thing too is, you know, I think what I'm going to say too is, there's so many people who worked there, yeah. and met there, and yeah. they got married because they met there yeah. in these spaces, and have kids because of it, and got people divorced have, while they were well, you know, <laughs> you know, but I, I, I don't know, making mention of of the lives that were you know brought together in that place, yeah. But it's kind of just like if you've ever moved out, you just moved out of your home. You know, you think the minute you move to your new home, it's like that's your new home, and we go like you, you know, like you can get emotional about a space. But uh, Washington Boulevard in your rear view, (laughs) right? To go right down the four hundred five, a couple of exits down to the SoFi, and you know, I will be wearing the same suit that I wore on day one. I love that. It's still actually. Proud to say how to take it in. Hey! 
had to take it in. Can we get Don't a wig? Don't have the Can same we get a wig tie. for tonight's we, show? Oh, yeah. Can I what? A, a wig for tonight's show? No, no wig. No. Back. I am who I am. And <laughs> Hold the end. I believe I'm uh, a better looking man today, hey, I as, as does the most important person in my life. Yes. So... There's that. Thank you for making sure that everyone Michael, understood it was my Irvin, wife. Yeah, yeah but Irv, Irv thinks I look <laughs> yeah, better. Irv thinks, <laughs> Irv thinks you look better. But I mean, Irv was still, you know, um, I think he was still in the NFL in 03. No, he was out. He was, he was already out. He was already ESPN. First, Mooch was a coach of the Lions. Yeah, Mooch was still No, he was, he was just getting to the Lions. Yeah. And Kurt was, you know, still playing. Wow. He had just, I think he was just finishing up with the Rams or whatever. And Three, yeah, where yeah. they were they in 03? Oh. I know where I was on that set. Yeah, got wow. Here, I think, that year. You know? Wild, man. That's tonight. Wild. No, I'm going to have the same suit. Obviously, shirts different, ties different, hairs different. Sentiments, talent are the same. <laughs> you should to close probably. Up shop. Do a sign off or a, a send off with some of the same, you know. Tagliabu was our first. Some of the same things you said when you started the network. Maybe kind of work in your script, kind of. The yeah, same like way. that's what I'm gonna do, yeah. and then we're gonna have a similar moment of the new facility on Thursday. Who was the yeah. first team cam, Rich? The uh, first player? guest was the first guest was Tagliabu. Tagliabu first team was, cam guest on Bears cam was, was Brian Urlacher. That's right, Urlacher. And then our insider was defensive coordinator of the 49ers on Niners cam, Jim Moore Jr. Jr. Yeah. And then our guest, our first in studio guest, was. Uh, the quarterback of the undefeated Chiefs at the time. Trent Green. Right? Yeah, because yeah. he was just up the road at the Sony Studios down the street yeah. doing the Celebrity Players Week uh, Wheel of Fortune on his bye week. Wow. It was week 11, yeah, 2003. On that. Wow. Yeah, man. That was our first step. That was first. <sighs> at any rate. You got a good Brady soundbite for me before I do my... Uh, yeah, I think we got season, something to play. Okay. Uh, I think he was asked a, a bunch of different things today. Is it the one about the numbers? He's not a big fan of the New Jersey okay. rule All right. uh, in the league right now. All right, so Tom Brady spoke today. You got the season kickoff on Thursday, and then I'll give you my Super Bowl preview. I'm going to be my prediction. This is it, bro. Here we go. Uh, Brady so spoke today, and, yeah, and then we got two days till the season's beginning. Two days. Like, it's been seven months of an offseason and we made it. Okay. Yeah. And he spoke today. He spoke uh, over the weekend, said he got COVID coming off of the uh, the parade. Yeah, the boat extravaganza. Right. As we know, he's he's vaccinated as the team is fully 100% vaxxed. Yeah. Here's Bra- so Tom Brady spoke today prior to his big season debut as a 44-year-old seven-time Same. Super Bowl champ. You want to talk about jersey numbers too? I can get on that. I feel pretty strongly about that. Yeah. A little bit harder still to pick up those extra guys? Or, I mean, Ryan Jensen said it was maybe 30 minutes of extra work during the week. Well, Ryan's so smart. I mean, for him, 30 minutes probably isn't that much. But anyway, I don't want to get into it. I've already talked ad nauseum about it. I think it's a stupid rule just to be to put it out there one more time. He's not happy with the fact that players are can change uniform numbers, and he has no idea like, if it's a defensive it back or a linebacker. Exactly. I mean, like this is it is tough for quarterbacks. Yeah. But you're seeing right there is the Tom Brady who's so vastly different from even two years ago. Right. He is so much more vocal. He is so much more confident in saying what he can say because he's not overthinking it because of what coach might think. Permission to speak freely. And now he's also yeah. a defending Super Bowl champion quarterback of an offense that he is through 
learning. And I think all of that together, everything together, that he did go somewhere else and all the questions about whether he was making the right move going somewhere else, he answered with the ultimate answer of a championship. Green Bay has got Aaron Rodgers back and he's got a massive chip on his shoulder. There are teams in the NFC West that have not got new quarterbacks or a new lease on life for a quarterback, whether it's Jimmy G or a new quarterback in Trey Lance. In Los Angeles, could be Stafford. Peter King thinks that Stafford's going to win it all. It's his first time going around it. That would be quite something. Dallas, who knows what Dallas can look like. There's so many question marks right there, but they have the ability to put it all together. Offensively, defensively, I think there's too many question marks for them to put them in there. And then over in the AFC, boy, the Bills look so good, and I love Josh Allen. I love what Josh Allen looks like, and I know that team is ready to roll. The Browns, I told you, they're for real. They're for real. But only one team in the AFC has an MVP quarterback and back-to-back conference championships and a Super Bowl winning quarterback from two years ago and that coach and team coming back with a different offensive line, a team that saw its flaws and fixed them. And that's why I think the Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl in the AFC. And in the NFC, I told you last year I thought they would go and win the Super Bowl, and I backed off them, and I said to myself, what a moron. Why would I back off of Tom Brady doing it? Why would I see this guy and say he can't? Why in the world would I do that? And I swore to you, you at home, wherever you are, or taking this in on our YouTube later on, or Twitter, or whatever, our podcast, you over there, I said I would never do it again, and I'm not. They're back. All starters are back. And Brady has a chance to go back-to-back again because he's the last to do it. And the last time we saw two teams face each other in back-to-back Super Bowls was the Bills and the Cowboys. And the team that won it the first time won it the second. And I think we're going to see it again. Bucks over Chiefs. Ooh, baby. Just up the road here in SoFi, next door to the new NFL Network Studios. That's my pick for Super Bowl 56. You could sit here and say that's easy to run it back. Like I said, we haven't seen it since Bill's Cowboys back-to-back. Haven't seen it. But the Bucks are all the way back. Can they get knocked off the perch? Of course they can. But I think they're going to do it again because Brady has a different mindset and confidence level, which is insane to say about Tom Brady. Hmm. But I think it's true. See you on the NFL Network season preview show tonight at 8 Eastern time, but right back here on Peacock in a moment and on the station. Chat again tomorrow.